Welcome to The Left Hand Perspective. My name is Blase Bay. And if you are someone who is on a personal path to self-mastery, yet find it hard fitting into most social settings, then subscribe to this podcast. First, I want to start off with some gratitude. Uh, thank you so much to all of the listeners of the podcast. Um, we just, the, the Left Hand Perspective just hit uh, over 10,000 downloads man i'm it's i'm 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 really shocked i really am cuz i i did not expect one to be doing a podcast almost 2 years later coming on the 2 year anniversary and for it to be growing the way that it is i thought i was just going to have an outlet you know during the pandemic something to do to make the time go by um uh, man it's just amazing uh how far along that this podcast is coming. So I truly appreciate everyone who's been tuning in. And for the new listeners out there, welcome, 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 welcome. Today on the show, uh, I have another special guest, transformational speaker, thought leader, and author of the book, Love Made Simple, Juan Lee. Now, for over 30 years, Juan has studied organized religion to find the elements that unite humanity and share the message with those who need it. Raised within the Christian church, Juan has turned to teachings about love over the years to find strength, understanding, and hope. Today we'll be talking about love and um, his perspective and what he's learned from this journey of getting to the, the very core of what love is. So let's get in the conversation. All right. Juan Lee, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, and yourself? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, man, excited to be talking to you. Well, I'm glad you had me. I'm I'm always open to to share. Yes, sir. Yeah, tell um, tell the listeners a little about yourself. Well, um, my current positioning and situation is that I'm a uh, transformational speaker. I'm an author. I am a thought leader in the power of love. And I'm the founder and executive director of a nonprofit called Clear Journey, okay. where we preach or teach the practical applications of love through financial literacy and attitudes for success. Um, I'm living the title of my book, basically, uh, Love Made Simple the guide to inner peace, contentment, and success. Okay. I'm uh, in a pretty nice space. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to get into the book in a little bit. Um, I, uh, the title of, of, of the podcast, I called it, What is Love? Something that you said about love you said uh, you describe love as a system we use as humans to protect humanity. And I thought that was really interesting. I was like, wow, I never thought about it like that. Could you mm -hmm. dive into that a little more? Yeah. Um, love is the system that humans use to protect and preserve humanity. It's 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 the thing that connects one of one another connects us to one another. Um, the characteristics of love 
sets the pledge, the puts the foundation through the three characteristics I like to share with you. Um, the characteristics, the first one is, is that it's a chameleon. Mm-hmm. And basically it adapts to anything. It just blends in. It mm-hmm. makes it makes success possible. Um, but what it caught, what it what what a chameleon does is that it has to it has to sacrifice its own individuality to become part of something bigger. Mm. And then the next one is is that it's a it's a uh, conduit. Love's a conduit. Basically, it connects us one to another. You know, it allows us to flow our gifts back and forth to one another with no expectations, you know, no hidden agendas, knowing that what you have, I need and what I have, you need. And then the third one, which is the the one that puts love over the top, is that love is a choice. You know, nobody can force you to do it, but nobody can stop you from doing it. And with that being the back, the, 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 Part, the part of love that really makes love undefeated, meaning that it can't fail because it's all within our ability to secure it and to make sure that it's accomplished. Nobody can stop us. Yeah, I like that. Wow. Man, um, that's very interesting because that's that's man, that's one of the reasons why I um why I started the podcast, uh, the left hand perspective one, because it's like, we have so many differences and, but, but even in me, I have so many different things, like whether it be music or spirituality or comedy, like all of these different things, but I wanted to be able to put them together, but find that core thing that connects them all. And love is definitely one of it's, it's that perspective that allows us to be able to really connect to one another because we need one another. Mm-hmm. We need one another without that ability to connect to one another. We can't begin to see the value in each other. We have to see that every perspective has value mm-hmm. and it's collectively that we sustain and protect humanity, not individually, not from one person's perspective or another. It's collective. And it's because of that uniqueness of your perspective that brings us all together. And we all succeed based on that same concept of love. It's being able to bring unity that we come together and we succeed. Wow, man. That's that's beautiful right there. <laughs> I'm curious, uh, how did this how, how did you start on this this journey? of uh of under understanding love the way that you do well it really stemmed from a time in my life where i was just so confused i i graduated from high school some years back <laughs> and uh i i felt unsu- i felt unfulfilled i felt hopeless and at the time i didn't know i had an undiagnosed learning disability Mm. And I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have any help as it relates to how was I going to navigate this thing called life. And that's basically what it really stemmed down to was how am I going to make it in this world when I don't feel prepared? Mm. I don't I feel inadequate. 
I don't feel like I've measured up to what even my own desires were, less more what society's desires were. And I'd always been in, I'd been in church all my life, Mm -hmm. but I felt like I still wasn't measuring up. I didn't have it. I wasn't getting it. Um, I went into the military and it was in the military where I saw the practical applications of love being demonstrated to me every day, every day, based on the fact that there was, there was love for the United States of America, because we were all in the military to protect and preserve the United States of America. And they took certain requirements. It took certain um, things from us that we had to realize to be able to, to fulfill this mission, we had to have the right attitudes. We had to have the right attitude because the system was was put in place to protect and preserve the United States of America. But we had to buy into the system. And it took the right attitude to plug into the system so that the system could generate the outcome that we were looking for. It took sacrifice. It took discipline. Those are the attitudes that resemble what love looks like when we're working and talking with one another to be able to accept one another's perspective because we're all in this thing together. That was that was where it all started and how I began to build on that to understand that just like this system, there's a system in the military, there's a system in life. It's the human, the, we are a part of humanity. And when we understand that we are part of something that's bigger than ourselves, which is humanity, then we begin to understand that we're just a part of something that's bigger than we are ourselves. And it was in that mindset that I realized that I'm just a part. I'm not the be all end all. And my time is only temporary. And when you realize that this experience is only temporary, it begins to put another bit of emphasis on why are we here? That's the question that many of us struggle with in the sense of why am I here? And the simple answer to that is no different than anyone else. It's to protect and preserve humanity for the next generation. And we have the ability to determine whether or not that's going to happen or not. And then in what level, what stage, how are we going to present that experience off to the next generation? How will we invest this experience into humanity for the benefit of others? Oh, man, that's beautiful. That's that's beautiful. Um, It reminds me um, I've been in music. I've been uh, I make music. And I've been uh, I haven't sung in a choir in a minute, but I grew up singing in a choir and it kind of reminded me of that because the the universe, uni being one verse being song, it's like we're one song. But there's many different parts that have a specific they have a specific function, but it's to it has to be it has to work with the other parts as well. So 
that's, that's where harmony comes harmony, in. Harmony, yes. That's where harmony comes in. And guess yeah. what? It's because of that is that we can have something that is that is uniquely humanity. It's because of the harmony, because of the, the willingness to want to be a part of something bigger. And it demonstrates the how big in the how big humanity really is, mm -hmm. because everybody has a piece of it. And it's because of that unique perspective that brings forth something that we could not be a part of separately. We couldn't entertain. We could not, we could not imagine what that harmony that could be like if everybody didn't come together with the same attitude of understanding or the goal to preserve and protect humanity for the next generation. See, this thing called humanity, it was in the past, it's in the present, and we're working on what it's going to look like in the future. We're the ones that are investing into humanity on behalf of the next generation, just as the past did for us. They call it history, called it the, that was that, them investing into humanity so that we might be able to possess this time to invest into humanity for the next generation. And I tell you, man, I can't think of a better purpose that allows us to live on into eternity because we've invested something that lives on long after we're gone. Most of us call it a legacy. It's an investment. When we, in, when we leave a legacy, we begin to we we are able we are able to write the story ourselves and it continues to be written when we allow others to write our story in history that's someone else's perspective of who we are but when we get to invest it leave that legacy it's a living legacy it lives on mm -hmm. and it grows it's a mindset. It's the attitude of being able to be a part of something that's going to be in existence long after we're gone. Wow. Mm. And um, to go back on what you said earlier, um, well, one on this show, I'm always I'm always talking about synchronicities and, you know, they pop up at the at the right time. And as I was um, looking into your story, uh, I saw that uh, you uh, and you you mentioned it, that you uh, were diagnosed with a learning disability at 37. One man, 37 is one of my favorite numbers. So anytime I see 37 or 73, I know I'm on the right track. I know things are supposed to work the way that they are. Um, also with that, you said you had a learning disability growing up and you didn't like, you didn't realize that, you know, that was me as well. That's one thing that I, I have in common, but mine wasn't diagnosed. So I like, I didn't start finding stuff out until like recently, I just turned 32. And I guess after you turn 30, that's when, you know, that's another shift in itself. So that's when I really started like, okay. I need to see like, okay, what, what's, what's going on? And I had the same issues, uh, learning disability, like, man, since I was a kid, but we never knew, especially in black families, 
we don't know to go get that, you know, looked at. <laughs> you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it, come on, at 37, I'm 56 years old. That was that was half of my life up until this point, more than half of my life up until this point. Uh-huh. Okay. We're talking about, I didn't know. So it's been 19 years that I've known. And it's only from that perspective up until then I was fighting a ghost. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't know that it was something that was holding me back because I desired to want, man, I went through school and they called me a troublemaker. They, they led me, they, 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 they labeled me as special education. Um, they put me in special education and allowed me to push me through the system where I felt that at the end of it, I was unprepared. And, and so as a result, it was like, what about me? What about finding out who I am and what my uh, my authentic self is, who, who I am, my original, my, my gift, my, um, my uniqueness. Instead, they compared me mm. and I didn't measure up. And I spent my life trying to realize that I have value. And that's the thing that I realize and that I share with people that it doesn't matter what somebody self. No, we don't measure ourselves with anybody else. We are an original. We have our own uniqueness and they, that value that we have, we have to be able to identify so that we can give it instead of trying to measure us and, 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 and decide to be something that someone else is. We have to find our originality and then begin to give it because guess what? No one has what you and I have. No one. No one has had it. No one will ever have it. And it's up to us to give it to the world, to humanity. And that's what that's what this old this time in my life is all about, is giving back what it is that I've identified as my gift, my ability, my uniqueness that is not like anybody else's. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing, man. How was it for you? Uh like just just relating to other people because i know like i mean like man since i was a little kid i wouldn't i wouldn't say i was a troublemaker i was i was more curious than anything but still trying to just you know this thing that we call normal you know what i'm saying and trying to find your way into that i just want to know like what was that like navigating those waters frustrating frustrating that that's the simple word for it. Extremely frustrating. Up until 37 years old, until I got diagnosed, I was frustrated. Okay. Now, in spite of being frustrated, I had to figure it out. And what I did was realize what it took for me to be successful without knowing what it was that was preventing me. Now that that's a very difficult thing because that's where the frustration comes at. I wanna do better, I wanna do better. But that drive to want to be, I mean, I don't know, I told you I went into the military, yeah. When I went into the military, it took me a year to get into the military after I started military basic training. Mm. Now, what does that look like? What does that mean? 
there was one test that I failed numerous times. And it took me a year to pass that test. And if I had not passed that test at the one year mark, they would have discharged me. Mm for being unable to measure up to military standards. Mm. Now, think about this. I had went through basic training, had graduated, went through all of my tech school, had graduated, was at my duty assignment, working, doing my job, having to still having to pass this test that could have discharged me because I could not have measured up to military standards. And I passed it at the last test. Now, I'll be honest with you. I did everything that they asked me to do. I did all of the remedial stuff. I did everything. And to this day, I don't know how I passed that test. (laughs) Because there was, what my issue is, is comprehension. Yeah. Okay. And I can do anything if I'm not timed. Mm-hmm. Tests are timed. And when test comes up, the same time that, look, that test was the same length the first time I took it as it was the last time I took it. And the problem with that is, is that I don't, I have to read things over and over and Amen. over and over mm-hmm. again. And when you put me into that time frame, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious and I'm, and I'm, you know, so many things are happening. So I, I'm, I'm not retaining anything. And the test was about being able to retain it. You know, I'm trying to read through it real fast, not retaining it. So when the question comes out, I don't know the answer. So that was very frustrating. But it was that test that I passed that allowed me to get into the military to, to nine years. I was in the military nine years. Um, had a pretty good career, to be honest with you. Um, it made the difference in my life because it set me in line with a finding out who I was and what I had to offer. And it allowed me to know that I had value. And it was something that no one else or nothing else that I had experienced had, had demonstrated for me. And it was that mindset that I carry to this day, that I am unique. I have something that no one else has and I have it and it's important and it's necessary. And we all should have that. We all should, should entertain that. We should all be an original, not trying to measure up to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you said, uh, I heard, um, it was a, another interview that you did and you said that you uh your thing was memory and mm-hmm. i really wanted to ask you about this because i find man i it's it'd be so hard <laughs> remembering things you know and like you said like i have to be able to do it over and over and over like if somebody like you just do this and that and that like i i see what you're doing i'm seeing but i can't remember that like what how like what advice would you give when it comes to memory or retaining 
I, I tell you, um, first of all, I would say to anyone who, who has this question, seek out a diagnosis because there are many different types of learning disabilities. Okay. Seek out um, to be able to get diagnosed. Go to any school, the um, in, any local institutes where I went. My wife found me a, 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 a school, a, a teacher who gave me a test mm -hmm. um, and was able to diagnose my, my comprehension. Um, because to be honest with you, I thought I was, I thought I was retarded. I thought I was dumb. I thought I was all those different things. I had negative thoughts about who I was um, because I thought, I, I mean, I didn't have an answer to what I was doing and I wasn't catching up. I wasn't keeping up with everybody else. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing I say. But for me, time is my best friend. Okay. So if it's, if, if it's the comprehension that I have in the remember, and don't get me wrong, when it comes to remembering, um, you could say your name and I wouldn't remember the second you said that's, it. That's me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't ask, don't ask me what you said. <laughs> nope. Mm -mm. I won't remember it mm. because I've got to hook it to something. I've got to, I've got to make it so that I can apply it. I can use it. And then once I can use it, then I can regurgitate. I mean, I can regurgitate it then. Mm -hmm. But at that point, when you just say it, it's just something going through the wind. It's just flying yeah. by. It's, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'm not even. And look, here's the thing: not even trying to attempt to remember it. Yeah. At that point, because see, I'm engaged. Somebody say, "Hey, my name is Joe and Joe," and then they get into the conversation. Yeah. I'm all about trying to follow the conversation and keep up with the conversation. I would have to take an. I would take it be I would have to be energy to remember yeah. his name or her name and and can't carry on the conversation at that point right. because I'm trying to find a way to memorize the name. Mm -hmm. I don't even go there. We get into how words come together and provide meaning, then I'm I'm all about that. Somebody could ask me how, they could tell me to do something and as soon as they're telling me how to do it, I'm trying to visualize doing mm -hmm. okay because it, but then if they were to ask me what they actually just said repeat what they said that ain't gonna happen mm. that's not gonna really happen they'd be like i didn't say that i said okay what was the outcome that you were looking for i can give you that yeah but i you tell me you tell me to regurgitate what i what you just the words that you just used that ain't gonna happen man mm. That's wow. I could relate to that on so many levels. And you know, when you when you don't know what's going on, it man, like you said, it, it can get so frustrating. And uh man, you just be trying to find you just just trying to trying to get to an understanding, you know. And with people, did you do you did you find like uh like communication really being hard? I find sometimes like even in it'll be a conversation or something. And then whatever it is that you said, and it, it don't even have to be like, you know, like not being disrespectful or nothing, but it, it might be something that you may have said just speaking that it just sets a person off in a certain way. And then I just find this with a lot of people. Do you do you have that? Do you find that? Um I I found in the process of being 
my authentic self, okay? Um, I say things that people don't understand and it can rub them the wrong way. Now, understand that my authentic self is not, it's not meant to be offensive. Yeah. But people can hear what they want to hear as being offensive and can be intimidated by it. Because one thing that I didn't have when I was growing up or early on was confidence. And now I walk in confidence. I, I'm not, I, I make statements and I say things because I've lived them and I'm comfortable with saying them with the confidence of knowing that they work. Mm-hmm. And so in, in some cases, it's intimidating to people. And so that that is it has caused a bit of, of friction sometimes when I'm communicating with people. But, you know, that's, again, uh, uh, having to do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. I'm giving people an opportunity to see things a different way. I'm not here to tell you how to, you know, if you want to do things your way and continue to do it, if it's working for you, keep going, do it, do it. Yeah. But if it's not, I'm, I'm here offering you an alternative to and, and basically showing you something that I've allowed that have worked in my life so that you might be able to see that there is another way. Mm-hmm. It's not the one of comparison. It's about blazing your own path through this life experience with the system of love, knowing that all of us need one another. Mm-hmm. And when we know who we are first, then it makes being able to see value in other people and how they fit to you, how they connect to you um, through love. And it takes the, you know, the selfishness away from us because it feels like, I'm be honest with you, when I, when I didn't know what I was diagnosed with, I spent a lot of my life trying to hide it, trying to hide it. And, and it prevented me from being able to, to, to realize that there was help there for me because I was ashamed. And, and so it wasn't until I got past that being ashamed that I was able to reach out and say that even though this is what I deal with, it doesn't identify me as who I am. You know, I have a learning disability, but it doesn't define me. Got you. Um, since we're back on the topic of love, I want to talk about your book, Love Made Simple. Tell me, uh, tell me about that, and um, yeah, what what led you? Because I know you you've been on this you've been on this journey to of of love, understanding love, and understanding yourself. What led to you uh, knowing that okay, it's time to write this book. <laughs> Well, a lot of things that led up. If you got to understand, you know, here I am. Uh, I think I wrote this book. I, I don't think I wrote it and I published it in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, but I had been writing it for about five years. Okay. And I and I've been writing, not necessarily with the intentions to writing a book, but it got to the point where, hey, maybe I can do this. And I couldn't think. I mean, you got to understand where I came from. I couldn't stand academics. I yeah. couldn't stand mm-hmm. writing, reading anything. I just, I don't think I did well is probably math. And, and for me to get to the point where I was like, yeah, I think this is what is going to happen. But, but it really stems from um, 
love being given a bad rap in the sense that there's there's so many misinterpretations of what love is and what it looks like. And nobody really understands the power that love possesses in our existence as being humans. You know, we're in a place and, and that basically got to the point where it is that we get caught up in the packaging of love versus the meaning and the message of love. And it makes it confusing. And so for the purpose of me um, navigating that experience, I wanted to share with people that it's love made simple. I didn't say it was going to be easy, but there is a simplicity to it that, hey, this is what this is all about. This is what the purpose of this thing is. It's to connect us to one another. It's the reason why we are here. And because of that, very few of us recognize that we can't be selfish and expect and expect the benefits of it to become realized in its totality because it's meant for us to be connected. And it takes us to be selfless than selfish. But we've got to realize that. So it caused me to write the book because I wanted to share the simplicity of it. We've been confused as it relates to what love really is, how it works, what's its purpose. And, and we it's get, you know, sold a you know, a bag of goods that we get people running around saying it's one thing, but it's really it's that's not love. Mm-hmm. You see, the, the definition of love is the love for humanity is the demonstration of acting on behalf of another. But you can't give what you don't have and you can't give it. You can't act on something that you don't really understand because it's not about what you give, what you get. It's about what you give and you can't give what you don't have. And you got to develop that from understanding that love tells you that you got value and you're unique. You're an original. Love, love allows us to develop ourselves into being that uniqueness that everybody needs. Mm-hmm. And, in, and, as, and after that, it allows us to give that uniqueness to humanity for the present and into the future by investing it into humanity. Wow. <laughs> that's, man, that's amazing. Man. The book, the book is broken down into no matter what stage of life you're in. Teenagers, young adults, adults, and seniors. Mm. Because I wanted to let people know that we need one another. But in every stage in your life, there is, there is, there is a success that prepares you for the next if you allow love to lead you. It will prepare you if you're a teenager to prepare you for being a young adult. If you're a young adult, it'll prepare you for being an adult. If you're an adult, it prepares you for being a senior and realizing that as a senior, all three of those other stages need your value. Have you have value for them because you have perspective that they can't even they can't even begin to entertain. Mm. So that's why the book is all it's about understanding that love is the key. 
It's the answer to our very success in life. It gives us the peace of mind that surpasses all the circumstances that we could be confronting. And it allows us to be content with who we are at the state that in the state that we're in, the stage that we're in. It doesn't prevent us from being able to continue to grow. It facilitates growth. And then it has all of our needs met. It allows us to recognize that this love allows me to be my authentic self and that by giving it, I can, re- I can have my needs met through that ability of being who I am, not trying to be somebody that I'm not. And, be, and, and you know, be honest with you, being who you are is not about a grind. It's about giving out of the abundance. And that's that's what we're struggling with as a as as a society, even as humans, that we we feel that we got to grind to be something that we're not. So that we can, quote unquote, be successful. But my success is not based on you. Your success is not based on me. It's about you being your authentic self. And that brings you peace, contentment and success. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, man, that's man, that's 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 pretty amazing, though. Having these challenges with learning, and then to take what you've learned, and then to to put it in the book as well. Um, I'm 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 in the process of writing a book myself, and I'm just curious as what were some of the uh challenges that you navigated in just even the process with man putting it together because man (laughs) here's the thing i sought out help i sought out help okay um i looked for people that would help me in every phase of this writing because not only is it a writing process it's been a promoting process. Then it's been able to de- publish the process. There's a process to publishing. Just just to write the book is one thing. Mm-hmm. Then to be able to to be able to uh, publish it is another thing. Um, and then to be able to promote it, advertise it. These are all. These were all um, new things for me. Mm-hmm. I remember after I wrote the book, um, and the people that had been assisting me. They said, now the work starts. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) And I realized that I had walked into another business. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I had no idea. But yet, um, it's been a journey. I mean, and it's not, I mean, every day I'm learning. It's not a day that goes by that I'm not learning something. Because here's the thing. I didn't know what I didn't know. So I had to allow people to guide me through the things that I didn't know that I didn't know that I needed to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, in some cases, you know, you know, I need to be aware, but I don't need to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in many cases, when you're a solo person, um, you need to know what you don't know because you've got to be able to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's been challenging to be honest with you. Um, because it, you know, time again is my best friend, but at the same time, time is, is, you know, it takes you a lot of time yeah. to get things done 
that it wouldn't take others. But again, time is my friend. Got you. What is one thing, it could be anything, the first thing that comes to your mind that inspires you? Life. Life gives me an opportunity to make a difference. That's all I can ask for is an opportunity to be my best self, to be able to invest what I have to offer into humanity. It is, it is very simple now for me. Every day, it's just trying to be my best self. And the opportunity that life provides, this platform, this, this experience to invest, to, to make a difference, that inspires me, man. That, that's the moment, you know? I mean, that's why I, I, I don't take lightly this opportunity to be with you. I mean, it's this moment. I, you inspire me. You give me the opportunity to share. I need you to offer me this opportunity to share my, my experiences, my, my, uh, my chance to make a difference. So I see value, man. I look around and I see value everywhere. It inspires me. That's amazing, man. And this is, this has been a, a wonderful conversation today. And I, I, I really appreciate you for, man, sharing that, for being vulnerable, talking about those things that you went through. Because that's, that's a big part of why I do this podcast as well. Um, I always talk about, it's a podcast for those who are, they find themselves trying to master themselves but find it hard fitting into most social settings. So, yeah, I, I mm, these, these conversations, man. <laughs> it's about identifying yourself. You're, you know, one of the things that I, I do, I, I have a teach, I have a coaching program that I'm starting mm -hmm. and I'm also creating some courses. And the things that I emphasize in those is that, We've got to begin to start on self. We've got to be into the first thing that we got to do is we got to look in and we got to say, OK, how do we get where we are? Because it starts with how we think about ourselves. And we've got to allow love to be able to nurture and to fix and remove and to change. And in many cases, deprogram some things that are inside of us so that we can build up this uniqueness that we have, we possess. And, and that, that, that takes time. But the fact is, is that we've got to desire to want to do the work. Um, and that, but that's okay. You know, if we want to time is, like I said, time is our friend. And so we just indulge the moment. We, we build on that moment and say, okay, I'm going to put the past behind me and I'm going to start cultivating something better. And that's an attitude. You remember the thing that I talked about early on in the military to be able to get into the system, to be able to plug into the system. You had to have the right attitude. Mm -hmm. The attitudes are what we need because our attitude determines our outcome. Our attitudes. Because the attitude is going to determine the journey. And the journey is going to be led. It's going to lead us to our outcome. And so. 
That's the kind of stuff that we need to be working on is our attitude. And there, there are attitudes of love that we can instill in ourselves that will create a change on us that would allow us to see our own value first and then begin to see how we can begin to give that value to someone else because that's what fulfills us is when somebody else can receive what we have to offer. Wow. Man, how, uh, Juan, how can people uh, find you and find your book, Love Made Simple? Well, first of all, you can go check me out on my website, um, JuanLeeTheAuthor.com. You can pick up an ebook there. Um, or you can go there and you can also get linked to Barnes and Noble or Amazon if you want a, a, a hardback, a hard copy of it. Um, one thing I'd like to offer uh, to your listeners, though, if they want to, I have a free guide. It's called The Three Mistakes That We Make That Prevent Us From Living a Successful Life or Happier Life. And, and it's basically if you go to my Instagram page up on the top of it, there's a uh, a freebie link up there that they can go and get that that guide. And that link is uh, extra dot com backslash freebie. But it's on my Instagram page and you can follow me on Facebook. Um, you can follow me um, on uh, LinkedIn. I'm, on Facebook, I'm Wanley Author along with Instagram, Juan Lee author. And then at uh, LinkedIn, I'm Juan Lee. And then Twitter, um, at Love Made Simple. Okay. Um, and as a matter of fact, I don't know when you're going to launch this, but uh, I will be on Face on Clubhouse. Okay. On um, Thursdays at 1 Eastern. You can come on Clubhouse and we can talk. The one thing that I do want you to know is about my uh, the nonprofit Clear Journey. Um, you can go there and you can find out more about the nonprofit where we teach financial literacy and attitudes for success. It's clearjourney.org. Um, and it's, uh, you know, we want to teach teens and young adults, but it's for everybody, to be honest with you. Um, we want to give teens and young adults a head start in being able to navigate this thing called life because they have so much of it ahead of them. And the sooner they can understand these things that are very fundamental, and that is that we need one another. And when we have something to offer, when we come to the table, people are more reluctant, more likely to receive something that we have to offer instead of having a handout for what we can get have something to give, understand who we are and what we have to offer. Um, so, yeah, so those are the things that I'm doing. Um, like I said, I'm starting a coaching program. If anybody wants to learn more about that and, you know, just reach out to me on on uh, LinkedIn or Instagram, or you can just email me at author info at wanleetheauthor.com, and we can set up a time that we can talk about um, possibly working together. All right. Juan Lee, man, thank you so much for this for this conversation, brother. 
Well, you're very welcome. I hope we can stay in touch because yes, I, I see we have a we have a kindred here. We have yeah, a, yeah. I was I was just going to uh, look up you on the uh, on, on Instagram. That's usually what I'm on is Instagram. But yeah, man, I got so much to learn. I'm uh, I, I just knew. Yeah, I was supposed to talk to you. I, I needed I need to hear more. So, man, it's a blessing yeah. meeting you, man. <laughs> hey, you too. I mean, this is this is what my this is my 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 uh, journey. It's to uh, to share and uh, and yeah, you 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 hit on the fact is that vulnerability is is probably the one thing that holds us back the fear of being vulnerable. Um, and so we've got to get over that. We've got to let it go because um, I I I have something to offer. And I can't let it be held up because of something that I, you know, that fear mm-hmm. that I had because I didn't want to, I didn't measure up. That's comparison. I ain't going to, I'm not out here to compare. I'm giving what I got because it's necessary. It's necessary, important, and it's needed. And that was the conversation with author Juan Lee. Powerful message that the brother is spreading. Powerful. I've really come to love podcasting over the last couple of years. And, uh, man, I get a natural high from doing this. And I, I really hope that uh, the listeners, that you are getting something valuable out of this podcast. If if you've learned something uh, from this podcast, if, if, if the left-hand perspective has changed you in any kind of way and you would like to donate to the podcast, uh I do have a cash app and that is dollar sign left hand perspective dollar sign left hand perspective. Um, Next week on the left hand perspective, I will be welcoming Joe O'Day back to the show. Actually, um, me and Joe, we're we're doing a joint episode. Um, We're doing an episode for the left hand perspective as well as his podcast, comedy lab so definitely tune in to that funny conversation that we had any man anytime that i get together with joe it's going to be hilarious so definitely stay in tune for that but that's all i have for right now you guys until next time peace